0: Welcome to the Creative Wellness Podcast with Beth Ann Short. Welcome back to the Creative Wellness Podcast with me, Beth Short, your host, hostess. <laughs> I'm so honored you're here, and I am excited because I have one of my friends who's also an artist, Richard Jenkins, here.
1: Hello.
0: And um, we are going to talk about creativity and wellness. And life, and all kinds of other things, I'm sure. Yep. So, while, while we're getting started, why don't you just go ahead and uh, introduce yourself?
1: All right. Well, like you said, I am Richard Jenkins, and uh, I think we have known each other for a number of years now. Um, I guess the best way to describe myself is uh, first, I am a father of two grown sons, two grown men.
0: Very and, awesome. Uh, Kids they
1: are very awesome, and uh, my youngest son Joey has three children now, so I have three grandchildren who are a very big part of my life.
0: Last time I saw you, they were about to have their third. You're yep. at my house, and you're like, I might have to go.
1: Yep. Yep. <laughs> and Lucy, her first birthday was spent here doing art, oh and God. it's one of my favorite photos of her. Um, so I could go off on a whole tangent here, but uh, so father, grandfather, um, artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Creativity has been a huge part of my life, Um, I would say, at least the last 10, 15 years. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, on top of that, um, I'm a a yoga instructor. I volunteer at McLaren and Donald E. Long, Mm -hmm. teaching um, to incarcerated young men. And uh, I volunteer with my son's organization, Encompass. I just returned from my third trip to Haiti, where I did a very large art mural. And um, I'm also a caregiver, part-time. And that has been um, really part of my life last two two and a half years
0: nice well so the work that I'm doing on the podcast and in my practice even more now since the book came out is looking at all the dimensions of wellness and looking at how creativity plays into all of them and I like to kind of refer to a life aesthetic so kind of like what you bring into your life to have balance. So just like an artist looks at a piece of art or the process of making a piece of art with some kind of an aesthetic, we kind of take that paradigm and switch it into just life in general. That's kind of my life is art thing that I always say. Mm-hmm. And um, so with that, that's finding balance, right? With all the different things, all those hats you're talking about wearing yes, with all the things you do. Um, so I guess first, you know, what's what's a way that you love to be creative with or without art? I know art's already there, so without <laughs> art. What's something you love that's part of your creativity?
1: Um well I think with the grandkids, mm-hmm. you know, trying to keep them entertained and <laughs> keeping true. them entertained um not just in front of the television. Yeah. Um so I think that you need a lot of creativity there.
0: What do you guys like to do together?
1: Uh they love going to the to the park. Um, the one thing I loved doing with them was taking them on walks and we would, um, hunt for certain things like red flowers or blue flowers oh, cool. or scavenger pine cones. Hunt. Yeah. Scavenger hunt. Huh. Um, maybe sneak into people's yards and pick apples and pears. I love it. Um, but just having them be aware of their surroundings <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, uh, things that just having conversations That's a around great, that. great example.
0: I love it. Well, let's get down to Haiti, because I want to hear about it. I've been waiting to hear about it.
1: You know, um, one of the ways I met you was uh, being a client at um, Quest Center. Right. And I was in therapy there for uh, some good reasons. <laughs> and uh, it, it, I remember talking to my therapist and telling him that uh, someday I was going to go to Haiti and I was going to go to India. And that someday, it was like five years in the future, and it's always easy to say you're gonna do something in the future.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But um, I remember him telling me that the person that was gonna change the most, even if I was going like on a, on a mission trip, that it was gonna be me that changed the most. And he was absolutely right. A um, year and a half ago, my son was taking another trip to Titan, Haiti, where they his organization that he and his now wife and some friends started, um, sponsor an orphanage there with uh, approximately 30 to 40 children. So I know I had been saying that I wanted to go and I wanted to go and I finally just said I will go. And um, I'm pretty much a man of my word. So uh, I booked the flights. I signed up for the the trip. And uh, I think the most interesting part was I had seen many, many photos of Haiti and of the environment there. I saw or heard many stories from Joey and a lot of people, but it's just so different once you actually get into an environment and you actually have kids in your arms and, mm-hmm. and they're trying to braid the blonde hair on my arms and <laughs> <laughs> touching my gray hair, uh-huh. or, you know, and 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 just the, the love that those kids showed me. And... Uh, Yeah, it was, uh, all I can say is that when I came back from that uh, eight-day trip that all of my friends said that they could just notice a huge, huge change in me, and uh, I I just felt so much more relaxed, maybe just more grateful. You were very moved
0: by it. I was very moved by it, I mean, you definitely seemed, like, changed for sure.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and we've talked a few times since then, Mm -hmm. so. um, After that first trip, being an artist, and, uh, you know, one of the things I love in Portland is just driving around. And if I am just it's on a leisurely stroll or a leisurely drive or I'm stuck in traffic, there's so much to look at. There That's are true. we have so many murals mm-hmm. by just amazing artists. Um, I may not even like some of them, but there's something enjoyable to look at and just to contemplate, you know, about. And looking back at my pictures, all I saw was just a lot of gray cinder block. And I just thought somewhere there was a few murals, but, um, I mean, it's no secret that Haiti is a pretty poor country. Right. And so I came up with an idea that someone should, uh, do an art mural there. Yeah. And, uh, incorporate it on the outside walls of the Maranatha House orphanage, And, uh, yeah, kind of.
0: So how'd that happen? What'd you do to make that happen? Well, Cause I... Because I know what you did, but I want you yeah, to Yeah, well, that
1: I, like I said, I, I, my plan... Was very simply to be someone's gopher. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted like what I considered a professional artist to be in charge. I wanted um, someone who I thought had a lot of experience to be in charge. Um, so I kept talking about my idea, and pretty soon, Katie Matheny, the executive director, um, just referred to it as Rich's project, and Rich was in charge of it. And uh, I, love it. I wanted to really backpedal a lot, but um, Katie is. Uh, really good leader and uh, uh and it just went from there they set up a, a gofundme page to raise money and then i had a lot of fears about that that i wasn't going to reach my goal and then i uh, needed to come up with my, you know just an idea of what we were going to paint mm-hmm. the wall was crumbling it had a lot of issues i mean how to come about that Really, what I started doing was just stopping artists on the street that I saw doing art murals and asking them the process. Yeah. Asking how they prepared the walls. And um, some were a little, yeah, I mean, most of them were very willing to help, especially when I said what I was planning on doing. Mm-hmm. So,
0: Yeah.
1: kudos to all the Portland artists out there. Thank you, so,
0: artists out there in Portland, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So- So
0: we were talking about the GoFundMe. So you did the GoFundMe. You were a little anxious about um, reaching your goal.
1: Yes. So I was thinking maybe I could raise one, two thousand dollars. Yeah. Katie uh, put the goal at five thousand. Yeah. Really, I sat there with a smile on my face, but in the back (laughs) of my head, I was like, "Are you nuts? (laughs) Like, am I going to raise five thousand dollars?" Right. um, So I just kept sharing it on Facebook and really just too nervous to go and just ask friends and stuff at, at that point. And I think this was August August 15th, yep. Yeah. Um, and a few friends donated uh, $25, one donated $50, and then nothing happened. Um, and I remember talking to my son, and he said, Dad, just worry about what it is you're going to paint, and the money will come. Just don't worry about that. And it was interesting, three months to that day, I came across um, a journal entry, which is a big part of my creative process, Mm -hmm. and uh, kudos to your book, and saying that I had raised $75, um, I'm really nervous about reaching that $5,000 goal, and uh, uh, Joey tells me not to worry, so I'm going to try not to worry, but honestly, I have a lot of worry. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I can cut to the end of this quick story right here, that three months of the day, I happened to open that journal... And um, I had raised $5,845. Right on. So I was...
0: No, I think that um, I, I liked the way you did it. I think the social media approach is a really great way to reach people. I know that I shared it a few times over. I'm okay, thinking. Yeah, but that's a really great way to reach people. And it's not like you're having to just like go to your friends. Yeah. I think it's, I think your friends will contribute.
1: And they did. Yeah. Uh, I, I finally got the nerve up to, to contact people, to call them, and I'm, I'm a pacer, so I would be on my cell phone pacing back and forth in my living room the whole time I'm talking to people, trying to finally spit out <laughs> the reason I it. actually called. Um, but everybody was incredibly um, gracious and incredibly generous. So.
0: so you got your goal, and then you went to Haiti.
1: Well, th- um I would like to talk about the process of what was going to go on that wall. I moment. would like that. <laughs> yes. Because I
0: remember a conversation that we had about it, too. And I love how it's transformed into what it did. It's beautiful. Yeah.
1: Yeah, thank you. My thank first you. things that I came up with, I came up with just um, circles yeah. kind of going on the color wheel. Okay. And I get some good feedback here. Of course, we have a pretty progressive um, environment here in Portland. Okay. And I just thought it was funny. I uh, the director at the orphanage saw it, and his comment was, "We can talk about it later." So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I remember hands. I was
1: perceptive. Well, that may still go up. Okay. Um, and, and that I stole from an artist right. um, up on MLK. You were uh, inspired by. Yes, I was. Yes, I was definitely <laughs> inspired by that, and I still want to do that on a on a different, different wall, wall there. Cool. Um, but you know that that comment just kind of um, allowed me to just stretch my creative process. Mm-hmm. So I just started thinking about what it was we were doing there. Um, and really, the orphanage there and encompass here. Um, it What the, what the uh, mural ended up being was um, a landscape with the northwest, with Mount Hood being on the left-hand part, and then just rolling plains going to a Haitian landscape with palm trees mm-hmm. and... Um,
0: we'll put a picture up on the. Yeah, on the, I hope so entry here.
1: And you know, I wanted to make sure that it was something that we could do on an eight-day trip, you know, from nine a.m. till four p.m. Uh, and so I, I had did all that with you know time frame in mind and stuff. Uh, and then the interesting part was as a, as the trip got closer, I realized that we would actually only have four days to do the entire art mural. And then when we got there and got started, um, once the sun got directly overhead at noon, it was just simply too hot to paint. So oh. we ended up going from eight days to having four three-hour days. Jeez. And we got the art mural done in an hour and a half to spare. So.
0: What an evolution of that process. Yeah. So you had to be flexible.
1: I had to be very flexible. With um, flexible, creative, patient. I had to think of everything that was going to be taken. And my friend Peter at Lemuse was an enormous help on actually helping me come up with how much paint I was going to need, mm-hmm. how, it, how it was going to cover, mm-hmm. what type of paints to use. Um, so kudos to him also, he was an enormous help. The children there and the neighbors, they all want to jump in and help. And I and I know that from my previous two trips. Mm-hmm. So I had to make sure that paint distance get Splashed everywhere, but right. it would have some type of order. So I worked with. Uh, there were thirteen members on the team, and we had meetings beforehand about you know just having kids come out, twos or threes at a time, and um, some of that broke down a little bit. But we had such an amazing team of volunteers. Mm-hmm. And,
0: uh, the pictures were great.
1: Yeah, we'll yeah. put a link
0: to something that we can and people can go see if they want to go look at it.
1: Okay, great. In the century, but yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So you had you had a squad of people. I did. You. Really I did. That's really
1: great. A squad of uh, Northwest volunteers and a squad of Haitian neighbors mm-hmm. at the Maranatha House Orphanage mm-hmm. and uh, the kids and it was it was great. That's so great.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations yeah, on finishing you. that. How's that feel?
1: It feels great. Yeah. It feels great. Yeah. yeah. It really stretched me as a person. Uh-huh. Um, my All self-confidence that process. Myself, confidence in the process, mm-hmm. and that. Good things can happen, you just gotta keep with it. Uh, my son has a, 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 a TEDx uh, talk that he did, and it's, the, it's entitled Dream Big, Act Small. And mm-hmm. there was a lot of acting small in this process. Can so. you
0: I, talk more about that?
1: Yeah, yeah he was just, um, it's a great TEDx talk, and it talks about um, what motivated him to do certain things in his life, and just that we all need to have goals. In our life, but it's the small things that get us to those goals. I think that's the easiest way to put it in really simple terms. That makes so, sense. And sticking with them.
0: Yeah. That's life, huh? That's, that's, life. that's also that's just part of the day to day. Yeah. So what are you doing right now in creative land? What are you doing maybe with art, but also what are you just doing in general? We just came off the holidays and another ice storm here in Portland which is kind of That was creative. So to get crazy. To work.
1: <laughs> As a caregiver, I didn't feel like I could I couldn't just say, you know, what I can't make it today. Yeah. Um and uh, so, you know, I I had like three backup plans on how I would get to and back home Isn't from it work.
0: where you where you live kind of a little more treacherous too?
1: Um it can be. Uh it's yeah, And, mm-hmm. and getting into my neighborhood is I had to leave my car down at the bottom of a little slope. A couple times in this weather, but it's very different than when we were kids. You know, we love school days and <laughs> oh, school days off. Now
0: it's the opposite.
1: there's bills to pay and yeah, things to do. So yeah, for sure. But for the sure. creative part. Um, I work with a gentleman who's, who's suffering from some pretty severe depression at the moment, and I have empathy, a lot of empathy for that, and uh, I've suffered through that in my own life, mm-hmm. and that's actually where I got into art was through art therapy and my my first therapist having me do sketches um, about how I was feeling and uh, how it affected me um, I don't do that because I'm not an art therapist with this person but um, I try to think um, of ways to get outdoors and to maybe change the mindset and just to, pre- just to be present just to be present that's mainly the caregivers' goal that we've been asked to do is to make sure that he feels grounded and present. Mm-hmm. And, um, so even just taking him to a movie and um, watching interesting documentaries about nature or something that we can have conversations about. Mm-hmm.
0: So, mm-hmm. Stimulation.
1: Stimulation, absolutely. For sure. yeah. You know, journaling.
0: Yeah, for sure. That makes a lot of sense. I think about, um, I was talking with somebody recently about depression mm-hmm. and we were talking about how big the feelings can be. And then I was mentioning how if you can take a moment and look at the feeling and ask, what is this feeling? Is there something that's causing the feeling? Yeah. So that, is there something that you can, is it from a choice or from, you know, something that you have control over a little bit, even if it's something small that could help alleviate some of that depression, yeah. but not just getting stuck under that depression, Yeah. but like what little facets of the struggle or the the difficult feelings—is there anything that you have control over? And yeah. That's a whole other kind of creativity.
1: It, it is <laughs> motivating
0: I, too to yeah. motivate yourself to kind of go yeah. there. Sometimes that's hard.
1: I try and keep. I, I try and know what my job or my my place is in this caregiving. You know, that I'm not you know, a licensed therapist or anything like that. That my job is to be a, more more of a mentor mm-hmm. and a friend. A person that can be trusted, and and I think that's that has definitely happened. And yeah, that's a nice.
0: Well, you're being a positive person in this person's life I
1: inserting. (laughs) There's a dog dog here. There
0: is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, inserting yourself into someone's life—that was very loud. Um, And being a positive, where they might not have had. For. so you're kind of creating a new space or a new dynamic or a new just something that changes the perspective of the moment yeah and i think about like the kids you do yoga with too. Oh, that was
1: just on my mind too Go there. Um, <laughs> yeah um it's it's been great to see some of the kids um just really take to, to yoga. i'm a volunteer with living yoga that's okay to Thing, oh yeah, thing, please. please. I always say at, plug. At, okay, <laughs> at mm-hmm. uh, McLaren for the last two and a half years, and I think it's coming on—it's well over six months, maybe coming on a year—at Donald E. Long, yeah. which is fifteen to eighteen-year-olds, and McLaren's eighteen to twenty-four-year-olds. So that.
0: these these kids—just a little background—you want to say like they're they're incarcerated?
1: Yeah, they are incarcerated, uh, major eleven. Mm-hmm. It's been really a, a, a great experience. Um, they have a lot to offer the, the gentleman down there. Um, you know, That's good graduating, hear. GED. I mean, mm-hmm. and I, I don't. I don't want to say too much because I, I I could be messing it up. But I mean, from soccer to running clubs, I went down there and ran my first um, half marathon with them um, mm-hmm. a year ago on the Fourth of July, and got to just. I just wanted to get to know the guys better that I was teaching yoga to, and um, it was a great hot <laughs> long experience. <laughs> um, but they, you know, basketball. I mean, they give the, the men. Um, a lot of opportunities to, to change and grow. Then mm-hmm. Donald Lee Long. That's um, a that's a different that's a different age group. Yeah. Um, it's a tough age group. I,
0: so I what are the ages there again?
1: Fifteen to eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been there's been some challenges. Yeah. Um, it's a new program, but uh, I think that's all. It's all working well now. Um, just another thing to help me grow and mm-hmm. look at my own process and. I, I, first of all, I have so much respect for all those men. Those those young boys, those men. um, For what they've gone through and what they are going through. and um, Wish them the best. But just trying to, I guess our job there is just to try and have them be present. You know? Because we just tend to live in the past, or we can tend to live in the past and worry about the future. They have court dates coming up, and it's really hard. And if we can get them to just relax... I think the, the most gratified I ever felt was when just a bunch of the guys just fell asleep during Shavasana. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, you know, this was the best, <laughs> this was the best practice ever. I mean, that was the goal, really, is just to have them be able to let go. In that and moment. if they can just fall asleep, that's...
0: I love that. Yeah. Because I, I know what that feels like, to have that happen, and it doesn't always happen. And that that happened there yeah. is amazing. That says something about you and what you did.
1: Oh, well, thank you.
0: Just saying. Well,
1: okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You've talked about being present a lot. So it sounds like you practice mindfulness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do you feel like there's creativity in that?
1: Oh, yeah. 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 I know when I'm doing um, guided meditation with the boys, uh, with the men, it's like, you know, is there a breeze in the room? Can you? I know one kid. Uh, I, I was telling him, you know, trying to relax your left leg, your your right arm, your, your fingers, your tendons. And can you relax your hair? He's like, you can't relax your hair. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> can you try to relax your hair? What would it take to relax your hair? You can relax your ears. Just to be present and think. It's, my ears do one up
0: there <laughs> when i do the meditations one place i like to take people is behind their eyes yeah imagine i don't know if you've done that one but i've had people do that when i me. do the body scans and yep. stuff i always like to like kind of get there and stay there for a few minutes with people and, and then when we come out of it and make art kind of in response to what happened oh wow i love that yeah, yeah you should come sometime
1: i love that yeah. Where, where I get all mine was from another, I, if I, I'll plug my, I call him my yoga guru that taught me the most about yoga, um, Floyd Lavar at uh, PCC, mm-hmm. and he was just really good at, at least for me, having me try to realize, you know, like, what would it take, even things that were impossible, he said, but what would it take to make your body do that? And it would take me into places, you know, in mm-hmm. deep breathing and breathing and are you breathing? He would always say that. Are you breathing? And I would, my first self was, like, of course I'm breathing. And if yes. I was thinking but about it, I, I was usually holding my breath. Yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah,
0: yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, time goes really fast. So the big thing that I usually end with is where do you think we need more creativity in our world? Oh. Uh, like, the, I know we need it in a lot of places. But like, for you, when you think of um, the world that you're living in, you know your community or the whole world at large whatever you want to look so many down. places but i, I would say
1: youth i mean i really think that youth is where we need to give them a break give them a chance mm-hmm. let them grow into the people that they need to be mm-hmm. without judgment yeah. <laughs> just let them be creative and happy and free Let their minds be free and i think creativity can do that
0: agree i agree well, so now's the time when, if there's anything else you want to plug. You. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. That's you are sweet. a lovely person. Aww. Um, you have been there. Ah, almost got choked up there. Yeah. You let well, me do, with three art other. shows here. We've and... known each other, like, <laughs>
0: ten years we established. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Thank yeah. you.
1: Thank yeah. you for everything you do with the community. And with me.
0: Anybody else, or any other projects you're working on, or groups you work with? We, I, I, all these things we said that you've mentioned. I'll have you send me links, and we'll pop okay. them in. So, like Living Yoga, and like, Compass, you know, yeah, all of them. We'll put links. But yeah, is there any anything else that we haven't?
1: Uh, you know, I have I have so many good people in my life, and I'm just a really blessed person. And I and I didn't used to think that I used to. Yeah, today I consider myself incredibly blessed. Fortunate. Mm-hmm. And really happy where I'm at. So.
0: Well, I'm blessed to know you and Thank happy you. that you're in my life and uh, glad I got to share you with the world. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> yeah. So um, I'm glad you're here and I think this is a good place to kind of close up. And thanks for listening. And until next time, everyone, stay creative. Yep. Life is art. The Creative Wellness Podcast is produced entirely by Beth Ann Short. For more information about my services, check out my website, bethannshort.com and also my art therapy open studio, 100thmonkeystudio.com. Thanks so much.